Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. The man who says gets these get these hands is going to get that money. All that and more. Come on with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. We are here. We are loud. We are live. We are ready to talk about Money in the Bank, 2018's Money in the Bank. Man, it is exciting and we are ready. I'm excited. Who's ready? George is excited. Everybody's excited. We have a special guest to kind of... We have a very special guest here to right the ship. For those who who don't know, uh, George and I have been doing this show for a long time and we are trying to up the game. And in order to up the game, we need moderators to moderate us because otherwise we'll talk about everything all the time. Here to moderate us... She is Sarah the Rebel. It's Sarah the Rebel. I'm just going to be doing a lot of this. <laughs> so much this. of that. I'm really excited. Thank you for when having my, me. When your hand goes up, our mouth will go shut. Correct. Yeah. Perfect. I, I was told there'd be a talking pillow. <laughs> There's no talking pillow. I forgot my little stick. Oh, that would oh, be, yeah. A talking stick would be important. To her left, the encyclopedia of, of sports entertainment. He is George Hermosa. Yeah, that is me. And I am going to hand the talking stick over. Hello, it is I, and uh, today we're going to talk about a lot of topics, but we want to start off talking about the most important topic, the most important championship belt. The WWE championship match was not the main event yet again. How do you feel about that, Steve? Whew. Um, so, it, not being in the main event most, most weeks, most months, most pay-per-views, I would agree that that's a travesty, except for Money in the Bank and the Royal Rumble. And if they ever do King of the Ring again, if you tell me what the event is and the and it's a gimmick match mm-hmm. and it's not a gimmick match that'll include the championship, I'm okay with that gimmick match being the main event. However, next month when it's Great Balls of Fire or Extreme Rules or Extreme Great Balls of Rules, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're gonna do that uh-huh. now and it's gonna be my fault. <laughs> and. And the, and it's, you know, Roman Reigns and whatever he's up to is the main event. Yes, then I'll be very upset and neckbearding and typing. Okay. Um, <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I saw the, the, the card again, I saw there's, no, there's not going to be a Universal Championship match. I was like, finally, you were going to see the WWE Championship match. And, and AJ Styles, more importantly, get his due. As, I know he's, he's, he's made evented before. You know, this isn't this. He's not like he's not never ever main evented. I don't know. There's just something about. I feel like maybe they don't have confidence in him. I, I don't know what's going on. And and but I will agree to your point, Steve. That when I was kind of typing up some notes, going mm-hmm. over the show and whatnot, I was like, well, the card, the pay per view is called Money in the Bank. I mean, if it's going to be one show where he's not going to main event, I guess it's okay for Money in the Bank to be that main event in Money in the Bank. Mm. Now, for Backlash, that's a whole other story. Obviously, we, we talked about that, mm-hmm. um, you know, about a month ago. To quote Con- Conrad, you can find that in the archives. <laughs> you like that, Steve? Uh. <laughs> um, and you can find that. You know, we talked a lot about that. But at the end of the day, I think I'm okay with the main event of tonight being what it is. Now, next week, next month at Extreme Rules, 
I don't think Brock's advertised. So I really do hope to see at least AJ get some love and really get that main event slot. I think they're in Pittsburgh. Should be a hot crowd. Mm. So do you think that AJ is not looked upon as the kind of superstar material that Roman Reigns is to the company? <laughs> um, I'll start that one. I I wholeheartedly agree that the people who make these choices of who goes on last, who's the main eventer, who's the big money guy, do not see that in AJ Styles. They see they see someone who's overperformed well beyond what they ever thought he, he would ever be. They probably saw him as a utility guy that would pop a number in a very short period of time and would get great matches with guys like Chris Jericho. So for him to have been the champ that runs the camp, the the main event of SmackDown, the the guy that he is, he's over-delivered. Something and that's to keep in mind, the... too, though. Last year, Money in the Bank, what was the main event? The Money in the Bank match as well. Mm-hmm. And I believe the champion was Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that um, was a terrible memory. The, but yeah, just something to keep in mind. I mean, again, I, I, I do see that they do have value in AJ. Uh, but man, like I don't know. I just feel like he's not getting any love. Yeah. So, speaking of AJ, AJ versus Nakamura, um, we've seen this match escalate. This was a last man standing match. Um, where would you rank this amongst the other matches we've seen from them so far? Let me and just, we'll start with George. Let me just start off by saying, when they announced the last man standing match, I was not a fan. Like, okay, mm. so, so and, and obviously I'll get, I'll get your thoughts in a second. It's like, let's, the last time they fought on pay-per-view, it ended because both men could not enter the 10 count. So how are you going to book a last man standing match? It's like it's like you get a lot of interference come in. Oh, let's book a lumberjack match then. I'm like, okay, that's kind of, you know, contradicting the actual stipulation of the match. With that said, not really too big of a fan of last man standing matches because I feel they're a little anticlimactic. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the traditional three count. You know, the one, two, oh, the kick out at three or the Vince. One, two, three, he got, oh, no, he didn't get him, you know. I'm a big fan of that. With that said... This was my favorite match out of their series of WWE matches, and this was my favorite. It was, this was my again. Even though I'm not a big fan of the actual gimmick match, this match was amazing. I, I really was captured in the moment. I really thought it was going to be Nakamura's time, but I'm not upset that he lost because I think AJ really is the best in the world today. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this was my favorite match out of their Mania Backlash Greatest Royal Rumble. Um. I all of them. I still like the Greatest Royal Rumble match more than this match as a match, but I do like that this match had a finish. Um, and if we're talking overall, obviously, Wrestle Kingdom is... <laughs> I mean, if we're talking overall combinations of these two fighting. It's Wrestle Kingdom, and then we're so fighting don't for... see that on the list, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> what is Wrestle Kingdom? What is New Japan? Correct. I know is the WWE way of looking at it. I... Yeah, I think that's where I put this. I... Um, this is starting to feel a little stale for me. I agree. I think this whole feud was not what I wanted for the two of them. Mm. And I what feel did like you want, though? I'm, I, I'm curious myself. Sure. I don't think they needed to get weird and gimmicky at all. Mm. I think these are two outstanding technical wrestlers who could have had a really great uh, series of matches without all this weird low blows and having to figure out who's the heel mm-hmm. and who's the face. This <laughs> could have been a match of champions. People didn't need to feel that extra story to get pulled into it. People were already excited um, by their skill. So that's my two cents. Um, so where does Nakamura go from here? Do you think he's ever going to get his hands on a championship? Uh, what's happening to that? George, we'll go with you again because Steve mean, has talked a lot. I thought, I I thought for the longest time he was going to be number 51. <laughs> The 51st WWE champion. Mm. I think, no, I remember at 50 was Jinder Mahal. Uh, I mean, I, I go back to Alberto de Rio, 2011. He won the Royal Rumble. At that time, the largest Royal Rumble ever. It was 40 men. Uh, and then he went on to WrestleMania and he lost to Edge. 
then Edge vacated it. He went on to face Christian at uh, Extreme Rules. He lost in that match too. But that didn't mean he was going to be a main eventer. By SummerSlam, he actually became the WWE Champion, if anybody remembers. Uh, and I hope that they really do see that, what they see in him and Nakamura. I know they do. Obviously, we're not going to argue that he's not ready. We all know he's ready. We all know we're all fans of New Japan. We all saw him in NXT. We all saw what he can do. Uh, so we know he's ready. Uh, it just... I don't... I, it's hard to say just because I, I I feel like he, it's going to come. It just kind of, especially with him losing, when? Right, when. Mm. Steve, any <laughs> thoughts? Um, I believe I was on record this time at Backlash saying that they should have moved on from each other to yeah. come back at SummerSlam. That AJ needs to work someone new and then Nakamura needs to work someone new to make us... Or I, I guess I thought Nakamura would be in the Money in the Bank match mm-hmm. to keep him away from Styles, and then Styles can go up against the Miz, whoever. Like who? Like there are, a bu- but there are a bunch of amazing people on that SmackDown side that like it could have been Kofi, Big E, mm-hmm. like any like that. I I thought we would care more about this matchup if they cooled it off to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you think then? Speaking of that, what do you think is the next match, next feud for AJ? Um, I'm trying to think. Because Braun's on the raw side. Mm-hmm. Braun's on the raw side, so money in the bank on both raw sides. Um, who is the U.S. champion? And this is a real question. No, I get the confused US champion every Jeff time Hardy. there's a Okay, yeah. then... Randy Orton's injured, I guess. So, I mean, I don't think we would have saw face versus face, but... Um, it's hard, because like I'm, I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, The Miz? But I kind of wanted to... I, I, I predicted, I know we'll get to the money bank in a little bit. I predicted The Miz was going to win money in the bank. Nakamura would win uh, the championship match. Mm-hmm. And then it would set up maybe Daniel Bryan somewhere down the road to face Nakamura. Nakamura loses to Bryan. Miz catches in on Bryan. That that feud escalates to obviously everything that we need to see at some point. Um, I, I don't know who's next for AJ. Obviously, they're probably going to do some form of fate or four-way with maybe, oh, Rusev. Rusev, Ooh. that would be fun. Rusev would be fun, and it would be in typical WWE fashion. Like, oh, you like to cheer this guy? Well, why don't you go up against the other guy you like to cheer? <laughs> now you got to choose. Oh, no. Rusev got buried again. How <laughs> did that happen? I mean, I kind of want to see, speaking of Nakamura, maybe we'll see something with Daniel Bryan and Nakamura. I know we were clamoring at that a few years ago when Bryan said that tweet. Mm. When, when Nakamura was in New Japan. Right. Yeah. Saying, like, hey, you know, can we get you? And they were like, no, it's never going to happen. Obviously, things happened since then. Uh, obviously, we saw, we'll get into Daniel Bryan's match in a little bit later, but, you know, he came out looking good as well. Um I don't know. Like, I I feel like we're going to see a lot of dream matches. If anything, I feel like I'm calling it right now. Now that we mentioned it, I just thought of it right now. The next program for AJ Styles is going to be Samoa Joe. Okay. Bold prediction, considering you were absolutely wrong so far in the other two <laughs> predictions you made. Um, I I hope for that. I think they'll they'll go a different they'll go a different way. Especially because especially they had that one match. Uh, no, no, I'm bad. That was Brian versus Joe. Never mind. I'm just, all right. I was thinking, I thought AJ versus Joe, but we need to see. Especially with all that footage that they've had on TNA, and they just did that AJ Styles episode on the Bruce Pritchard show on the network. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you, I, I don't know. I don't know how the numbers are for the GWN network. Who knows? But I, I certainly don't, don't have those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I really I think we're gonna see AJ versus Joe at Extreme Rules. Calling it. I think I'd love to see um, knees versus kicks with, with Brian and him. That'd be dope. I would love to see that, and I, I do... I hope, especially on the SmackDown side, they make a big deal out of dream match, dream match, dream mm-hmm. match, dream match. Like, the summer of the dream match. Mm-hmm. Dream match, it's one more time. Just, it's funny that SmackDown can, has a lot of that, but Raw's like, eh. Brawn. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you guys really love this guy? So, uh, speaking of some of the folks in the Money in the Bank match, let's move on and actually talk about that match. Do you think... 
the right person won. Who did you have picked? Let's let's dive right in. Uh, Steve, we'll start with you. Um, I'm going to call this the Asuka conundrum, <laughs> which is if you put Asuka in the women's Royal Rumble match, she better win the Royal Rumble match. Similarly, if you put Braun Strowman in the Money in the Bank match, he can't lose the Money in the Bank match. You're talking to some. You're talking about someone who won the tag team championships by himself. <laughs> you're talking about somebody who can flip cars. You're talking about somebody who, if he felt like it, could probably flip the whole building. Storyline wise, you either keep him away from that match, so other people have a chance to win that match, or he wins that match. So I do think the right person won. I don't know if this is the best move for Braun's character. Because this kind of stabilizes him and grounds him in a way I don't really want. I want him to be some... I don't want... I want to be able to believe he could flip a building. And him holding a briefcase and biding his time <laughs> and waiting... Like, I it, can't imagine this hurricane <laughs> person holding a briefcase. It's like, silly. Holding a briefcase and waiting and calculating. and like Unless he turns up tomorrow night. He should just hit someone in the head and be like, you. And they're like, no, that's not how the briefcase... <laughs> what, you have to go to a... Cha- oh, okay. But it's the next person, <laughs> you. But he's not here. Raw. <laughs> 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 like, that's... But I think, I think a briefcase... Like, I think the Money in the Bank briefcase hurts his character in that regard. But then again, it makes him heir apparent to a Brock Lesnar match, which makes, which makes me excited, because that's the match we, we all want. It's the matchup we all want. Out of the eight people that were in this match, I probably would have had Braun maybe like at sixth favorite. Oh. Mm. I, I, I thought Balor was definitely not going to win. Mm. Uh, I would have liked them to see Kofi win it, uh, but I mean, obviously, I don't think he would have won. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, like I said, I had Miz winning. I, I really thought that Miz has been on such a roll as of late where I think he could have elevated his game a whole nother level. Um, not that he needed it, but just as money in the bank. Obviously, uh-huh. we're so used to him seeing. You were so used to him being with the championship. You know, he, him and the and the Intercontinental Championship has been so synonymous with each other. Uh, obviously, I don't think he's going to go back to maybe winning the U.S. belt. I don't know, I, I I picked the Miz just because I don't. He didn't win. I don't think it was the wrong person that won. Now that Braun did win, I think it's interesting. Um, I, I disagree with where he has to win because it's not like a Royal Rumble where. He has to at some point get eliminated. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like he had to get withdrawn from the match. Like you can be, you know, buried under a couple mm-hmm. ladder. You know, so I do kind of disagree with that, but I do get what you're saying. If he Rumble, like greatest Rumble, he had to win the greatest Rumble. Yes, there was no you way know? around him not winning the greatest um, Rumble. But with this match, now that he won, I want to see him, like not obviously he's going to cash in, but. Like, does he cash in against Brock? I mean, the big rumor at SummerSlam is, is is either Roman against Brock or Rollins against Brock. But if he does cash in against Brock, he can't do like a like a spontaneous thing. I want like he's Braun Strowman. He doesn't need to to to, to wear you down. Mm. He can just you know call out the match and say, hey, next week you're gonna get these hands, and then he destroys Brock Lesnar. Which isn't very Money in the Bank like. I really wanted Kevin Owens to win. I feel Me like too. he has the mm-hmm. perfect personality. To have a briefcase and to be a yeah. jerk. I mean, he was so great with a bag of pancakes. Imagine how great he would be with a box. I, I'm the conspiracy theorist who tends to believe that Mattel screwed that up. Oh. <laughs> Mattel released Mattel released footage or footage pictures of toys they were going to put in stores that had Natty and Kevin Owens holding money in the bank brief, briefcases. <sighs> the curse strikes again. Meaning that that was probably the plan, and then it got out there, and they're like, "Well, <laughs> no." <sighs> Terrible. So. As far as ranking, because everyone loves ranks, how does this Money in the Bank match rank against previous ones? I, I, I really liked it. I, I really thought this was an entertaining match. I thought it was a great main event. 
Uh, I thought it was great, a great match to close the show. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I guess, I guess for the sake of this show, I'll say maybe like top seven. I think the first few were like I think were the best ones. The mm-hmm. first one was the best. The second one was really good. Uh, some of the ones like WrestleMania I think were more standing out because yeah. maybe it was WrestleMania more so than some of the matches from the Money in the Bank standalone pay per view. Um, but as far as that goes, I think this is maybe one of the top five from the standalone Money in the Bank pay per views. This was just fun. I think everybody got a great reaction. Everybody like you look at you look at the entrances. Everybody got a great reaction, and you know you had eight superstars kind of go at it and just kind of go all out. I think this is a top three Money in the Bank match if you include the eight-man matches. Because mm-hmm. some are six, some are eight, yeah. and there's a different dynamic to a six-man ladder match versus an eight-man ladder match. An eight-man ladder match, it's by by its virtue kind of a cluster that like everyone just kind of gets their stuff in. Right. Like You only have so much time for story, and that like whereas a six-man ladder match, you know who everybody is. Mm-hmm. Right. You've really done your analysis. There's really only one underdog, and like if done really correctly, there's five dudes where you're like, I, I don't know. Right. I think they did a really good job of giving each of them a time to shine, though, Mm. in this match in particular, which is why it's one of the top Money in the Bank matches for me. Mm. So good job, Money in the Bank. (laughs) You made the list. Uh, So now we'll talk about the best Money in the Bank match, (laughs) the women's Money in the Bank match. The third ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match. George, who impressed you the most in this match? Overall, I really, really like this match. I just for the sake of ranking it, I ranked this one higher than last year's Money in the Bank on the pay-per-view, because remember they had that mm-hmm. one on SmackDown as well. Uh, I thought, I thought out of everybody, I thought Alexa, and I thought Ember Moon looked really, really good. Like, I think, I like that they made it a point where they said it's her, she, she from her debut on WWE to actually being in the match, like, she's had the shortest amount of time mm-hmm. about being on the roster, but and, and she definitely showed that she belonged there for a long time, and I thought I thought Ember Moon looked great. Uh, Alexa looked fantastic. Obviously, I, I think you all know my my opinions on Alexa Bliss. Uh, Charlotte, Becky had their time to shine. I, I really really like this match a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, Ember Moon is an indie girl, and indie mm. girls are made for ladder matches. <laughs> like, what? You want me to throw my body into this and die? Got it. Cool. <laughs> that that was called Wednesday. Right. Before See, I did that, um, I'm always partial to Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. And aside from the one moment with the carabiner, which like I'll ultimately forgive, like I thought she shined really bright. It was ba- like it was bad. You could clearly see she had it open, and then she just yeah. held it like she had it open, and then like reacted to someone below her in an attempt. Right. To, but like you have it open though, right? It like, made no ugh. sense. Like I don't know who blew this, but like that kind of set the pace of that match for a second. And like I think Naomi did something similar. The, well, at least with Naomi, she didn't get it unclipped. So yeah, there she was had her struggle. hand on it, but in a way where it's like, you had that, though. Right. I think that um, oh, uh, Finn Balor did the best job of, I've reached for it and accidentally hit it, so now it's swinging, mm-hmm. and it's hard. Like, that's what should have happened. Instead, Becky was like, I have it completely unclipped, and I yeah. haven't moved it. Very strange choice. <laughs> I, mean, I, I liked it. I like I liked the one from SmackDown as well. That's Money in the Bank, that redo. I thought that was a great match. I thought that should have been on the original Money in the Bank pay-per-view, but I, we all know how the story ended up and maybe it fit, especially with how it ended up it ended up being now. But yeah, I really, really like this match. Obviously, there's not many to compare it to. There's only been technically three. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I kind of had like Charlotte winning mm-hmm. or even like Becky, but once I saw Alexa win, I'm like, okay, that's the right, that's the right choice. And obviously... Fast forward, spoiler alert, to, to later she wins. But like, but like, but a second she hold, she held that briefcase, actually held the belt. I'm like, yeah, the right person won. 
Mm. The bright person totally won. Do you agree? Do you disagree? I agree. I also, since we're talking about this Mattel conspiracy theory, I I wouldn't be shocked if the plan was for Natty to do exactly what Alexa Bliss did. Huh? And they're like, well, it's Alexa Bliss now. <laughs> Blame Mattel. Blame yeah. Mattel. <laughs> uh, I thought that this was an amazing match, period, for a pay-per-view, for mm-hmm. a women's pay-per-view match. Because a lot of times there's a lot of hope and excitement, and then somehow stuff just doesn't come through. And then, like, the Monday or the Tuesday after will be a really great mm. normal match. Mm-hmm. And I think this was one of the few times where I was like, I can't even remember a match I've enjoyed this much um, on a women's pay-per-view because there were so many fun and interesting and different things that we got to see them do compared to normal. I like that spot. I mean, Natty always does it where the Naomi did the splits on the legs, and she did that kind of running thing. Man, that Naomi is flexible as hell, man. Naomi was like, I could do it. Um, So speaking of specific performers, Lana was kind of seen as the the person with the least amount of experience, which she is. Mm -hmm. uh, Someone we thought, why is she even in this? How do you guys think she actually performed? Steve, we'll start with you. Um, I think she performed well, and given the understanding that everyone else in that match is the ring general, the ring technician, like they bring the wrestling she was there to perform. Mm-hmm. And I think she nailed that part. I do think for the wrestling, she looked better than... She looked probably as good as she's ever looked. But you you kind of have to judge her on a... You kind of have to judge her on a curve, if you will. <laughs> and that's nothing against her. It's just they're never going to put her in the same spot they'll put Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair or Alexa Bliss. I think for a match like this, it was perfectly fine just mm. because she was being able to get protected by a lot of people. We haven't really seen her do... We haven't really seen her, you know, if she can go or not. Obviously, a year ago, she was facing Naomi for the belt. That kind of saw a little bit, and then, like, the next few matches were, like, all squash matches. But, I mean, I'm happy that they're actually giving her a shot. And if anybody watches as much Total Divas as I do, (laughs) you'll know that she really wants this. She really wants to be a part of the show. She wants to be a wrestler. She doesn't want to just settle to being, you know, Rusev's wife. wife. Um, So I'm happy that she's at least getting to shine in some of these Money in the Bank matches. And I want to see if she can – I mean, she annoys me, honestly. But (laughs) at least I want to be able to see if she can do – you know, what she, you know, has worked hard to do. And, you know, we'll see We'll see if she can go. I agree. So, Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Now, we saw her at WrestleMania. She actually, I felt, was did a surprisingly great job. Uh, and now we're seeing her in Money in the Bank in a match that some people felt maybe she was not ready for yet uh, because of what do you do with the strongest woman who you're clearly building up and then uh, your supposedly female Brock Lesnar. How can you possibly resolve this? Um, so what do you think about how did this match go? And we'll start with George. It's funny that you mentioned that because pretty much what I just said about Lana is like <laughs> almost the same exact thing where like, you know, you have the match experience and let's see what she can do. Obviously, Ronda Rousey is a whole nother monster on her own. Like, obviously, you know, we all watch UFC and what she did there. We all saw her what she did at WrestleMania. But now it's like, let's see what you can do in a one-on-one situation. This isn't some house show in, in Europe. You know, this is in some six man, six woman tag where to see, you know, she now this is her and Nia Jax. Um, I love this match and I will buy anything Ronda Rousey does. I think she was amazing once again. Uh, I, 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 the match itself was fantastic. I thought the finish itself was like, okay, like <laughs> that's what they're doing and this is amazing. Um, I'm really excited to see what's next for her. Like, is it going to be a three-way? Is it going to be her and Alexa? Like, she put a beating on, on, on Rousey. Alexa did. Mm. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors, and today, Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, 
Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline, wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify, or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. Like, she put a beating on her, almost kind of like, hey... You're my next channel. Who knows? You know, obviously she'll probably have a match at SummerSlam. But, yes, absolutely. I, I think she did amazing. Uh, I, I'd probably even say not as good as WrestleMania, but obviously there was so many more factors in that match that made that match so great. Uh, but, yeah, I, I thought she was amazing in this match. Steve? I thought she over-delivered, to be very honest. Be, and, and I think they've been keeping... Ronda Rousey wrestling under wraps up until this moment. Like, truly one-on-one, <laughs> lights on bright, fighting for a championship. They've been keeping it under wraps up until this moment. They also didn't intend for this to be the moment. The UFC had their... <laughs> the UFC had their way, where they were like, we're going to announce a week earlier <laughs> that she's going to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> same building. Yeah, no, like, not the same building, but same city. Same city. Yeah. Same city a week earlier, we're going to announce that she's going to be in our Hall of Fame. So they're going to have to scramble. And they scrambled within four weeks, I want to say. To, to get this match together, to have her face the champion, which probably wrenched their plans, because I'm sure they wanted to save this for a SummerSlam Brooklyn crowd. But they're happy to do it at Money in the Bank, and this finish was perfect. Uh-huh. If it were me, I would try my best to keep Alexa Bliss away from Nia and Ronda, and keep Ronda out of a three-person match, because Ron- the money of Ronda is going to get him in the door, that you should have Ronda with someone else. So either you have Ronda Naya again, winner faces Alexa, but then you have to find a way to actually do that. I think this was a kind of a dangerous match to even put together because I don't think Naya is a very uh, good in-ring performer, mm-hmm. and Ronda is very uh, new. Mm-hmm. And I think what I learned from this match is Ronda is amazing at bumps and selling. She's mm-hmm. very, very good at making sure she lands safely. <laughs> Um, and watching her manually uh, judo hip throw. Oh, Naya, God, yes. Naya didn't jump or get light or anything. That was just real raw strength. Uh, and I'm not sure if they planned it that way to sh- actually show off her strength mm-hmm. or if Naya just forgot she was supposed to jump. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it, it was exciting to watch. I think it was interesting. And, and like you both said, I love that the finish was both these women still get to look strong. Yeah. What my dream goal would be is Naya gets better. She you mm. know, she has more and more opportunities to get better, and then we see this happen again. I, 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 I'm a big fan of like Japanese women's wrestling, like Bull Nakano, Aja mm-hmm. Kong. Nia Jax needs to be the next incarnation of those those women. Like if yeah, she's got a way to go. But man, if she were to even get even remotely close to that, man, like we're gonna see something real mm-hmm. special, in Nia Jax. But I, I, I disagree in some extent where I think she is not that bad. Um, but I do think that she's not the best. Like not even top maybe seven or eight in, in that in that in that division or even on the the whole company. Um, maybe even not even top ten. But what this match showed me is, man, I can't wait till Ronda wrestles again. Mm. Like, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's a six-woman or whatever it is. Like, I cannot wait till she steps in that ring again. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if somehow they take Ronda down a couple rungs on the TV, that Nia gets that rematch and Ronda doesn't, but then Ronda just goes up against Mickey James or Dana Brooke or a local talent or... Someone they pluck up out of no, like maybe an NXT call up, and she just squashes them. Mm-hmm. Like that's if you're not going like now that they did the big title run. Now that they did the big title match with Ronda, they showed her off. They can bring, they can treat her like Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. 
Because like people would people bought up like people paid a lot of money to watch Mike Tyson knock somebody out in three seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. I would I would pay or continue to pay nine ninety nine a month <laughs> to watch Ronda Rousey tap out Mickey James in. 20 seconds. I, I agree. I think there needs to be more more squash matches. More, <laughs> more, more. Give them to me. Um, so what do you guys think is next for Ronda? You kind of answered this mm-hmm. a little bit. So, George, what do you think is next for I think we're going to see some form of tag match with her and, her and Natty. I feel like they're trying to play up that a lot, uh, you know, how friends they are. It's like if, if you're going to sit there and push how friendly you guys are, then why not just have the occasional tag match? Eventually, maybe Natty turning. I don't. I'm not really a big fan of Natty as a babyface. Maybe I'm in the minority. No. I don't. I just feel she like looks she, like a villain. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she tries too hard, and she's got that like heart lineage. The only thing I hate when she does it when she says "best rest, best rest, best rest" ever will be it like annoys me when she says that. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I I feel like especially with the experience that Natty has. She can really bring out the best in Ronda in front of a high audience. Obviously, Ronda can go. I'm not saying she needs to be carried, but she she is still relatively new in the business. But with her, what what everything that we've seen her do so far, and everything that Natty has shown us in the last 15 years or 10 years or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, like man, like I, I want to see them go at it. They, they they're playing up this pressure too much for at some point that not to not to do a heel turn from Natty. Definitely, and that was actually those photos that they keep sharing are from the school that I train at. Mm. Shout out to Santino's. Uh, So the next question is the biggest question of the night is Mella Money. (laughs) What do we think about her match? We'll start with you, Steve. I think James Ellsworth is money. (laughs) And that's not to take take anything away from Carmella, but I think the Carmella-Ellsworth pairing was the money. Like always, like dating back a year ago when she won Money in the Bank, but he really won Money in the Bank, and like mm-hmm. he tried to speak like he was woke, and like <laughs> wasn't, and like everything about him, <clears throat> him was just so money that I'm happy they're back together, and this is this gives new leg to Carmella because Carmella by herself started to become a problem. She started to become overly annoying. She started to like, and I know a heel is supposed to be supposed to be overly annoying, but she got. To the like, change the channel annoying, and that's the line you don't actually want to cross. She was there for me the entire time, <laughs> George. I, I I'm a big big fan of Carmela on the mic. Like she has killed it ever since that brand, or I guess that draft lottery, and she was cutting promos on Nikki Bella. Like man, those promos were brutal. Mm. And I'm like, dude, I'm a big fan of Carmela, so I, I, I'm happy that she's champion. Uh, is she money? Yeah, <laughs> I really I really think so. Um, I, I, I was uh, that promo in London. I thought it was like, mm. fantastic. Uh, I, I, I'm happy that Ellsworth is back. And just on a side note, like if you heard, I think he did like a few podcasts, like right after he got yeah. released. You're like, man, like because you, you saw all those tweets after he got released. Like, man, shout out to James Ellsworth living his dream. Like he did so much, blah blah blah. And it's like, and you hear James like, I don't know why I got released, but you know, whatever. And he he killed it on the Indies. Now to see him back, like, dude, good for that guy, man. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people that get released are like, all right, I'm I'm done with the business. You know, I'm gonna take a break. But like, he killed it. I'm just curious, what's gonna happen to the intergender championship that he created? Like, who's gonna be the next champ? Is it going to be vacated? I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm happy that he's back. Obviously, I don't know about you guys. I saw rumors. We, I think yeah, you guys I, see the rumors. I that, saw the rumors. Yeah, because like, he had a booking in China today, and they're like, oh, well, China, that, that had to be whatever. But I'm, I'm happy that he's back. I think together, while she was fine by herself, I think together they were, they were even better. 
I, I think there was a dynamic between them because she still talked. He didn't really talk that much. It's not like she, it's not like she didn't have less mic time because mm. Ellsworth was there. She still had just as much mic time. But I'm happy that I like this whole full circle thing because the big topic last year, a year ago, was you know James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth, you know, essentially grabbing the briefcase, the briefcase for Carmilla last year. Now fast forward a year, helps her helps her beat Oscar. And I, I, I like this whole full circle kind of thing, and I'm happy that they're back together. Maybe now that big cast is out of the picture, maybe now they can be, you know, a little couple. Yeah, I hated everything about this. Really? I do not like the way they're treating Asuka. I think it makes no well, sense. I think she looks incredibly weak now. This was the only way to go because they needed to show some sort of trickery to have Asuka lose, but Asuka has just been losing, so it still doesn't matter. Uh, and I think it's it's really weird how both her and Nakamura, uh, you know, <laughs> they both came up. They both had these really big wins, and then they were both uh, kind of kind of not given the path that we've seen for other people in the past when when they win that sort of thing. So I, I was not a fan, but I'm happy James is back. At first, I saw the hands on the rope, and I was like, "Oh, maybe it's Charlotte." And then my boyfriend was like, "Those are man hands," and I was like, "Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's Charlotte." Um, <laughs> like now, now that you mentioned what you just said, though, like I don't want to take a fire. But like, like I'm thinking now that now that I think about it, it's like we saw that big push for Jinder Mahal, you mm-hmm. know, about a year ago because of the whole India thing. I mean, that's speculation, but we just always heard the buzz, like, oh, they're mar- they're going into India. It's a big market. I'm curious if like the the reception for like you know in Japan was maybe as great as I thought it would be. Maybe that's why they didn't really pull that's the trigger point. exactly. Maybe I mean, I, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I'm, I'm total total speculation. Well, also, I don't think. They want to pop a number in Japan, but they mm-hmm. don't want they don't want to sell out the Tokyo Dome because As- because of Asuka and Nakamura. They want to sell out the Tokyo Dome because WWE is there. Mm-hmm. So the fact that oh we're gonna get these people so we can sell out the Tokyo Dome with them, they don't think that way. Mm-hmm. They think how do we get WWE to sell that out? How do we get us the brand, the brand above all else? Mm-hmm. So I think that's partly where Asuka and Nakamura got stuck, mm-hmm. is that like, we want to do better as a brand, but we don't want them to be a main attraction anywhere. And that's that's where they're stuck. It's also, I don't know, it's, it's just kind of antiquated over there. They don't, see, they don't see either of them as main event people. And it's going to take me a really long time to learn Japanese and manage them. <laughs> it's going to take me like two to five years, guys. <laughs> Tops. There's there's a person who has my name the exact spelling and he is a linguist. Mm. He should manage them or kill him, take his place. Mm. But then I wouldn't know Japanese. Just still. pretend they're very nice people. I went to Japan <laughs> and I didn't speak Japanese. And look at me, I only died once. Uh, so, what is next for both of these women? Where what what do you think is next for Carmela and what do you think is next for Asuka? George, we'll start with you. We have Charlotte. We have Becky Lynch. Uh, we have uh, no Natty's on Raw. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing maybe Becky Lynch. We kind of saw that Charlotte Carmilla back in you know backlash in that run in SmackDown. Becky Lynch has kind of been there. You know she's there. She's always healthy. She's always ready to go. So it wouldn't surprise me to kind of see her put in that spot and really see, like like mentioned, like you know with Rousey and Natty. Like Carmilla, while she's not the best in the ring, you know I'm, I'm sure she can have a lot of support. You know with somebody like Becky Lynch, who obviously we know can go. Um, you know, there's a lot of heels on there too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we have, you know, Sonya Deville, Bandy Rose, uh, the Aussies, like, 
Obviously, it's going to be none of them going up against Carmella, but I think the more natural is going to be, you know, Becky Lynch. I think that's what we're going to see at Extreme Rules. That's a very surprising choice to me, but now that you've said it, I do think she could have some great matches. Um, Charlotte tends to not do as well with, with less skilled in-ring opponents, so what do you think? Um, Lana with a fluke. Lana with a fluke. Maybe, well, because I could see Paige either this week or next week coming out and pretty much saying, the slate's clean. Like, is Lana a babyface or a heel? They could... Uh, I think Gray. I similar to Rusev, they want <laughs> they don't want you to cheer them, uh-huh. but we do. So I could see them going like I could see that them embracing that with Lana, um, Paige coming out and literally just saying new to new deal. Everybody get in here. The winner the winner faces Carmella at the next pay per view, and then Lana like some type of banana peel eight uh-huh. person schmaz. We don't have to we don't have Oscar's record to protect even at all. Uh-huh. And then you can set up the heat in that match where whoever Asuka can have a three-way with Becky and Charlotte. And maybe maybe I'm crazy, but I would love to see the three of them have enough beef to just have a match. And, like, really go, and the stakes are just that they have a beef. And that it's Lana Carmella as the title. That would be my, that would be my uh, fantasy booking hat. And we are actually running low on time, so we're going to just fast forward on to the Roman Reigns experiment, which continues. Boy, the audio sounded really interesting during that match. Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts about the match overall? Um, Steve, we'll start with you. Um, this match could have been five stars. That crowd was not going to be involved. Like, that crowd was not going to love it. That said, it was a cookie-cutter standard Roman Reigns match. We've mm-hmm. all seen it. We all know it. We've all been very vocal about it. it I don't know. It's... It's beyond an experiment at this point. It's just, like, insanity. Because if this were an experiment, the, the data is showing you it's not working. <laughs> is the data showing that with advertisers? That's the real <laughs> question. I have a, I have a, I have an experiment of myself. Next time you watch a Roman Reigns show or match on a pay-per-view, especially with a crowd like this, pretend that he's already a heel. I promise <laughs> you the match is going to be much more entertaining. Yeah, promise you. I did that today. You're like, I was like, man, this match is good. <laughs> like, if you already, if you already envision him as a heel, you're like, oh wow. What was interesting to me is, you know, uh, being trained in wrestling, you learn to look for certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Gender was doing all of the little things a heel, a good heel, does mm-hmm. to try and get the crowd to get back in the game. <laughs> and he was doing such a good job, and it just it didn't matter. You could literally see everyone just looking off to the right at one point. I don't know if there was a beach ball or if everyone was, was waiting for their chance mm-hmm. to do the wave. I just, yeah. Well, do you think that it's, do you think that the crowd will have an impact by doing this over and over, or do you think WWE will continue ignoring them? George, we'll start with you. Uh, I, I think WWE cares less. I, I don't think they care about what the crowd thinks. Because my thing is, like, I'm watching it, right? I'm like, I'm like I'm trying to speak through to the crowd with my mind. I'm like, crowd, if you really want to make a difference, go to the bathroom. Mm. You know? But when Vince and or whoever is in the back sees that, oh, they're still seated, they're still giving a reaction, they're not going to do anything. It's when you actually make an impact on on what you're doing. So if you don't want to see Roman Reigns, first for, let me just say, I love Roman Reigns. I think he's like top five in the company right now. But if you don't want to see him be where he's at, do something about it. But don't just sit there and, and, and try to, you know, do chants or, or whatever you're trying to do because you're just going to make them want to do more. Yeah. Also, that needs to happen in, dare I say, a flyover, like a flyover town. Because Chicago, they're prepared for this to have not gone well in Chicago. That's why they didn't put him up against anyone of note, if you will, other than like Jinder Mahal. Like they did, 
that it's a more of an experimental Jinder Mahal, why not? Like, he didn't go up against Bobby Lashley, who's someone they have feelings about, like, they have high high hopes in. Mm-hmm. That they didn't do that with Roman Reigns here. It was just like, no, just Jinder, they'll go out, Chicago's gonna shit on it, and that's how it'll go. And, I don't know, I, I'm outspoken about, I'm mm-hmm. outspoken about how I, I dislike Roman Reigns, the character that's presented to me on television. Mm-hmm. I understand. I, which and it frustrates me because the character that's been described to me by the commentators, the character I've seen glimmers of in the past, I actually really really like. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're not sticking to their own canon with Roman. Try Reigns. watching it with him as a heel. Trust I agree. Me. Trust me. <laughs> and I think they could have turned him heel five years ago. We mm-hmm. would love him. Mm-hmm. He yeah. would be the most over person. He would be the most over babyface in. In the territory. And you'd think they get a hint from that, from all these people they keep trying to have as heels that people keep falling in love with despite us supposed to be booing them. Like, Uh just just give it a try. Hmm. Um, Is Seth Rollins becoming the most exciting intercontinental champion of all time? Oof. Um, He's on his way. Miz was pretty exciting. I liked Miz a lot, too. George? Just match quality-wise? Oh, man. Because you you think intercontinental championship, you think Brett, Sean, Mr. Perfect – Fast forward to even like a Chris Jericho or even like an Eddie Guerrero, and but man, Seth Rollins is consistently killing it every single time. Like you don't really think of Elias as like a like I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler, but you think of him as an act. Like mm-hmm. He comes out there, you do the Who Wants Walk with Elias, you know WWE stands for Walk with Elias, and you're like, but after today, you're like, man, like I have more confidence in his wrestling but it's because of Seth Rollins. Like, and it, I don't know about you, but like it looks like Seth Rollins is popped. It's getting bigger and bigger. Once yeah. you once you think it can't peak. It gets even bigger. Like, and I know there's good acoustics in that Offsuit Arena building, but man, like Seth Rollins, like in the short amount of time, the like 69 days I put, I, mm-hmm. I put down, like what he's, I think they said he has already had seven different challengers. Yeah, all, across like multiple countries. Yeah, like, he brought and, like, the best out of Mojo Rawley, like that ladder match from Royal, Greatest Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Like now with Elias, like man, like he's up there now. Like he's only been like a month and a half, but he's up there. I dare I say he's the top dog. On Raw, mm-hmm. because Brock doesn't show up, mm-hmm. and he's the he's the guy holding the belt. That I think, and I think they're trying to do it. I think they need to start making a bigger push. That Seth Rollins is the guy here. Seth Rollins, if you're a singles competitor here and you want the belt, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins has the belt because Brock Lesnar's never around. Right. And they've they've tried that in the past, and it's been so so. But I think someone like Seth Rollins can really take that ball and run with it. And I'm hoping they do. Mm-hmm. That's true. We're going to keep moving forward super fast. What's next for Daniel Bryan? Uh, he's had two straight pay-per-view victories over Big Cass. Where does he go from here? Hopefully that is done. <laughs> and uh, um, we'll start with you, George. I mean, I'll start off by saying I'm not really a big fan of this heel Big Cass. I may be in the minority. Maybe you guys can let me know what you guys think real quick. Uh, my minority. Hmm. You like him? Uh, I, no, I'm saying I, it's not the minority. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's terrible. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think he still needs a lot of work, you know, as far as Mike goes. I mean, he's a big guy. He's a big presence. Like, I mean, I, I thought he was great as a babyface. But um, for that said, I thought it may be his best match to date. But, you know, it's with Daniel Bryan, so that, <laughs> that says a lot. Um, but I just hope that he keeps the streak of oh, – Daniel Bryan, that is – keeps the streak of saying, hey – I'm healthy, like, you know, I'm good, mm. you know? Now we can maybe hopefully give you a title belt. Maybe start off small with, like, the tag belt, you know? But but I don't know who he will team with, but... But, like, give him something, I think, is, has been my problem. But does he need it? Does he need a belt? No. Because he's had every belt. Did Brock Lesnar need a belt? Oh, that's Brock Lesnar, though. I mean, he won't show up anyways. But, like, <laughs> Just say, like, you know. But, like, like obviously, like, we all want to see him maybe get that WrestleMania main event, which he's already had already, but, like... 
Like, what do you go from here? Like, what 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 do we want to see Daniel Bryan do? Uh, Shinsuke besides Nakamura. Shinsuke, Samoa Joe, AJ in a good in a pay per view match, like Mick Foley, yeah. um, <laughs> Seth Rollins, Braun. I kind of think he could the because Rock. he had such a big run. He could be the guy who who helps put people over and has these great matches. I mean, if that's the spot that they have for him, I think he'll do a good job fulfilling it and then accidentally get way too over and then get to do something cool um, because that's how he rolls. So moving on, <laughs> what what do you do with the Bobby Lashley? We'll start with Steve. I'm I've been perplexed. Ever since they brought him in after the... It was after WrestleMania, right? Where yeah, he just showed up. Mania. I honestly feel like he he was someone that was on Vince's wish list mm-hmm. for a very long time. And he was on the wish list without ever there being an intention. And I think he had been on their wish list for like two, three years. Mm-hmm. That's At some point, the stars all aligned and they got him. And here we are realizing... And here's what television looks like. When they never knew what they were going to do with him. Hmm. And they're like, well, just throw him in there with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's a heel now. Hmm. What's he going to do? Um, He's going to make fun of his sisters. <laughs> okay. So he'll get angry. No, no. Faces <laughs> don't get angry. But he's going to question his military record. Oh, he'll do an obstacle course. Wait, you guys so- want to know why this guy's cool? Because he can climb a rope. I can't do it. Yeah. I it's very difficult. Yeah, I know. It's I I have decent upper body strength, but I'm a heavy person. I just I like they don't have a plan for Bobby Lashley. They don't necessarily have a plan for Sami Zayn, other than that they can trust him in situations like this. Can they? Well, he did the best with what he. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they can (laughs) they can trust that the segment will be as good as it can possibly be under Sami Zayn, and that if it's like as terrible as it was, it's not his fault. It's not it's never going to be Bobby Lashley's fault. It ultimately falls back on creative when you do something like that. And I I don't know. They don't they don't have a plan for Bobby Lashley and that's the problem. Considering that Bobby Lashley is full-time or I think he's full-time. Mm-hmm. I would like for him to get that that world title, universal title. I think he'd be great being that monster that Brock Lesnar has been booked as. Mm-hmm. It's just that Lashley can be there every week. You know, I, I really think he's world title material. I think he can be a fantastic heel. I love this heel work in, in, in Impact Wrestling. Uh, I thought that's what they were doing with that weird interview with him and Michael Cole. Or, mm-hmm. No, Renee Young, I'm sorry. And Renee Young, where he's talking about his sisters and whatnot. But, like, I don't know. I think this whole storyline's weird. Yeah. It's, like, it, weird. It's sometimes, like, do you guys know that people, like, Champions and winners too. They don't. They don't always have to have some quirky reason for doing things. Sometimes they can just be want to be the best. I mean, look at his pecs. He clearly <laughs> went to the gym one day and was like, "I'm gonna have the best pecs in this gym." <laughs> like that. He didn't need to worry about his sisters and his pecs. He worried yeah. about what he wanted but in his goals. I do think Sammy's that guy that they can count on. I want to see them do more with Sammy. Like I, I still to this day think that. They, him and KO should have like a tag title run. I think they'd be great as mm. like heel tag champions. Um, you but need yeah. a tag division for that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so speaking of tag division, <laughs> the Bludgeon Brothers versus Gallows and Anderson. Um, what do you guys think? And then how do you think that the SmackDown tag division has been since the Superstar shakeup? Um, on paper, I think the SmackDown tag division is one of the better tag divisions in wrestling. In practice, <laughs> the Bludgeon Brothers are your champions. They're on the pre-show. 
like all of your great tag teams are like struggling to get any time on television. And if you're talking about main roster tag team division, the B team are the number one contenders <laughs> and they weren't even on this show at all. Mm-hmm. And they're the B team. Like I think putting the B team on the pre-show would have been a perfect move. They're the B team. It's <laughs> built in. Also, no one buy that white T-shirt that they're selling. Oh, man. <laughs> buy a white T-shirt and a Sharpie. It's way oh, less money. Man. Oh, come on. Shh, stop. I, if they don't make T-shirt <laughs> sales, they're going to lose. I, 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 I say this all the time. I think with SmackDown, I think it's an unfortunate situation that there are just too many people on that roster in a two-hour span. Like you, you think about it. I don't think the Bar and the Usos have been on TV for like the last few weeks, and they're like the, two of the best tag teams like all all over the world. Uh, obviously, Bludgeons don't even wrestle; they just have that weird little video that they show up here, here and there. You know, Sanity and Authors of Pain are on the same milk box. Sanity's probably, yeah going to debut at any at any any given day now. Um, but man, like like on paper, you're absolutely right. Like I'll agree one hundred one hundred percent. Like on paper, you would think that SmackDown is like stacked, but it's like you can't be stacked if they never show up. Yeah, or you never book them, you never use them, and then like, you want, and they wonder why the Bucks don't go to WWE. They have a lot of reasons, but th- that's, that's one, one of, of them. The reasons, and like, yeah. But like, if I were the War Raiders down in NXT right now, obviously paycheck wise, I'd want to be on the main roster, mm-hmm. but creatively, I'd want to stay in NXT yeah. for years. Yeah, because they actually get to do stuff. Yep. I think that all the time. There's so many. I wish that there was more of level between NXT mm-hmm. and and the other two, so that people could kind of just go back and forth and just let them have fun, guys. Uh, so that's a wrap on our our conversations. I think you both did very well. Really? Good job. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. You. <laughs> you know what? You did well as well. Oh shucks. <laughs> that all the pleasantries. Here, here. <laughs> okay, so bye. Why are you guys saying anything? Oh, sorry. Um, I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me That's on Twitter awesome. almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I run four very well-known YouTube pages. If you want to find out which I don't ones, know about any of them. If you want to find out which ones, they're in my Twitter bio. You gotta follow me. Uh, I am George Hermosa. G-H-E-R-M-O-Z-A is my Twitter and Instagram handle. Calling it right now at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam, it's gonna be Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Not, not Brooklyn, not NXT, at SummerSlam. And I'm Sarah the Rebel. You can find me everywhere at Sarah the Rebel. And I'm also on Women's Wrestling Woo! Weekly. Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. It's got a lot of W's in it. Go find it. It's on this channel. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 